Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Tuesday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning. Morning. Morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio on Ascend Game Day. Finally, the Senators are kicking off the season at home against the Boston Bruins. 0-2 on this young season, but getting their first win tonight. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Home opener. (laughs) Yeah, guaranteed. Stuntman guarantee. Y'all know how much that word (laughs) is worth. Uh, And the Senators have two words for you if you're heading to the game tonight. Leave early. (laughs) Get there early, basically. Uh, They are a sellout tonight, and they say it's going to be the most people in the building that they've had in five years for a game. Wow. So they're trying to make everything run as smooth as possible. possible. mm, mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we saw the hype build up over the uh, summer for this team, and they told us that it was record ticket sales for, like, season holder tickets and everything. Yeah. I went uh, at the Buble concert on Friday. I got there late and I sat in traffic for like 30 minutes. So get there early because there's a brand new roundabout that's been there for about two years. But a lot of people who haven't been to the CTC in a while will experience the roundabout for the very first time. And we know how Ottawa uh, deals with the roundabout, right? Where is the roundabout? <laughs> What do I do? Oh, what do that, I do? I think I know what roundabout you're talking about because I took it when I was yeah. there for SenseFest. Yes. Yeah. Oh. It did look brand you, new. Yeah. Mm. It's, it throws a lot. It threw me off the first time I drove it because I, I was at that building for 12 years and that thing never existed. But it, for, for the first time, a lot of people don't know what to do, especially when it's a roundabout. So just take your time. Get there early, as you said. <laughs> Let's take the place that's the busiest for any concert and game night and add a roundabout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So we have uh, a great partnership with the Ottawa Senators. And as always, we want to get you to as many games as possible. Yeah, so pretty much all season long, we're going to be your hookup, giving you chances to win tickets to various games every single week. And what you're going to need to be listening for is this. Your station with the most Ottawa Senators tickets. Move 100. Text the word SENS to 10-0-30 now for your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to an upcoming Ottawa Senators game. Standard text message rates apply. Okay, okay so let me see if I understand this. Uh, for the uh, $100,000, they have to go to the website. For the SENS tickets, they have to text. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. Just making sure. Uh, But we have a pair of tickets up for grabs right now for you. Not for tonight, not for the home opener, but for next week when the Sands take on the Dallas Stars on October 24th. So you heard the the thing. All you got to do is text Sands right now to 10-0-30 for a chance to win those tickets. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. Well, time now for my favorite part of the program, the useless facts segment, and everyone loves these uh, useless facts. All right. <laughs> I was sorry. We, was that an opening for us to jump in? Yes. Yes, we do. Yes. <laughs> I know Janelle really loves a segment, right, mm-hmm. Janelle? It's her favorite. When she goes away, she's like, what did Stu say the other day? Oh, forget it. Uh, this is a fact about whales. I know one of you likes whales more than the other, so that's why I'm placating to you. It's already going to be a 10 for yes. me. <laughs> All right, do you know that a whale's heart beats about once every six and a half seconds? Oh, wow. Yeah. 
delayed. That's really slow. Yeah. Mm. Imagine your heart beating like once every six and a half seconds. <laughs> You'd probably be dead. <laughs> is this, is this thing on? Hello, hello. <laughs> I mean, like it, all all creatures are built differently, so it's obviously not going to be the same as us. All right, how do you rate There's that been fact? So from- many videos lately of whales like breaching and almost capsizing boats. There was another one that I was watching yesterday that happened to a dad and a son that were fishing. It's like unbelievable how wow. big they are when they yeah. fall right beside you like that and almost yeah. on top of you. <laughs> Crazy. I'd be scared of that if um, I was next to my boat. How do you rate that fact yeah. from one to ten, Angie? Uh, I'll give it an eight point five. Thank you very much. Janelle? I'll give you a 7.5. Okay, I'll take it. Uh, to the text machine we go at 10 This is your first time listening. You text in from 0 to 10, 0 being the worst thing you've ever heard, 10 being the most amazing thing you've ever heard. Give yourself a creative little uh, nickname. Sassy Kathy chiming in with a 9.5. Look at that. There you go, right out of the gate. <laughs> and uh, Sharon the Tired is coming in, says, also believes that whales are awesome. Didn't know that fact. That's kind of cool. Giving you a 10. Ah, uh, Zen Whales. 8 out of 10 from Diva Cloud this morning. Thank you, Diva Cloud. My number one favorite fan, my neurotic mama, gives me a 10. Thank you, Mom. Mm-hmm. That's a slow beat, says Bosch Traveler, giving you a 10 as well. Look at all these 10s. Yeah, Hall of Famer's Ghost Rider and his dad, Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. Wow, that's not fast at all, and we're giving that a 10 this morning. Thank you very much. Uh, mobile Groomer, that's a cool uh, fact, Stu. A definite 10 out of 10. Thank you. Mm. Connie, the wound care nurse, says, if you consider the size of these animals, mammals, it does not seem so unusual. Uh, is giving you an 8, though. That's still solid. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Because a whale's heart is so massive. Interesting fact, though, it's a 10 from me, wannabe Canadian. All right, so I may suck at the word wars, but I excel at this segment. You're the only one, who gives, you're the only one who gives facts. <laughs> There's no competition. <laughs> Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Love Mrs. Potts, one of the favorite characters from the Beauty and the Beast. And of course, people have been talking a lot about Mrs. Potts lately with the loss of the iconic Angela Lansbury just last week. She is Mrs. Potts, but... For the 30th anniversary production, which is already underway, that is coming to networks near you very soon, they have to have a new Mrs. Potts. And that is going to be, as announced by her yesterday, Shania Twain. Oh, oh that's pretty cool. Interesting. It's going to be I'm, like a whole new voice for Mrs. Potts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, which it will be for the entire mm-hmm. cast, I guess. You know, you have uh, uh, a lot of new faces coming through. But uh, so, yeah, she is super excited. And it's not lost on her that she's taking over some pretty big <laughs> shoes there with such an icon. But she's uh, just hoping to do the part justice, she says. So I'm really looking forward to this. This is coming up December 15th. Uh, it's going to be a two-hour premiere that night and then available to stream the next day on Disney+. Plus. Cool. Shania could read me the phone book. I wouldn't be disappointed. <laughs> you and many other people. 
so yesterday, a famous restaurateur in New York City uh, by the name of Keith McNally, who owns a restaurant called Balthazar, which is like one of the most iconic places yeah. in New York mm-hmm. City, and all the celebrities go there. Uh, and yesterday, he posted something that went pretty, pretty viral because he said, I don't often 86 a customer, and today I 86 James Corden. Oh, he calls him the most abusive customer to his servers since the restaurant opened 25 years ago. Wow. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. So he says it's not just once, it's not just twice. There's a record of this uh, about him just berating employees, making demands, asking for free stuff. But a lot of other restaurant employees chimed in after seeing that post yesterday and kind of backed it up and said, yeah, he is really super rude. Just like at every restaurant he goes to? Apparently, yeah. There was someone who told a story about him going into a restaurant with Harry Styles, and Harry was super lovely, but James was just ordering everyone around and being demanding and berating people. If you go down the rabbit hole, there's not a lot of good things to say about James Corden. Apparently, he's the new Ellen. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess what happened, uh, damage control, James contacted him yesterday and he says he, quote, apologized profusely. And he said that he's no longer going to ban him. He said people mess up sometimes. I believe in second chances. So he's not banned anymore, but he's probably uh, got a few uh, cards in his file. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. The people that you think are the funniest, most likable, eh? Not always the case. Yeah. And that's what's trending, brought to you by DeFalco's for Brewers and Winemakers. Stephanie and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. It's the time of the year when pretty much every single woman these days is going to be reaching for leggings. To keep herself warm and comfortable. (laughs) Yes. And today, in case you didn't know, they actually have their own day. It happens to be International Leggings Day. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies, rejoice. You know what the funny thing is, though, is the only thing that people like more uh, than wearing leggings is getting mad about leggings for some reason. Yeah, debating (laughs) them. Like, why for the last decade have people debated, like, are they actually pants? Are they appropriate? Like, what age is appropriate? Like, people have tried to ban them in certain settings. Like, why why are leggings making people so mad? (laughs) Doesn't bother me. I'm okay with them. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, most men quite enjoy leggings, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) Well, and they've come a long way, let's face it. I mean, they, you know from your little cotton pair that you, you know, get at Walmart or whatever, mm-hmm. like then you got into like the shape wear and the suck everything in wear and the high waisted wear and the butt lifting wear and the yeah. leather look wear and the jean look wear. I mean, leggings have really evolved. And I love them and I love them for that. And yeah. this whole debate on whether or not they're pants, I got to say, they're not pants no. because they're leggings. Like they don't have to be pants. Nobody is mm-hmm. requiring them to be pants. They do cover you in the same manner as pants do. Well, mm-hmm. pants have a zipper, right? And it's leggings fun. don't. Sometimes, yeah. Well, yeah. what about sweatpants? They don't have a zipper. Uh, yeah. this, uh, the sweatpants are a different argument. What about <laughs> elast- elastic waist pants? <laughs> I wouldn't say that every pair of pants has a zipper. No. No. But, no. like, leggings are leggings for a reason. Like, there's a reason they have their own name. 
But, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the fact that they don't have uh, pockets or a zipper because, let's face it, most women's clothing doesn't have pockets anyways. (laughs) Yeah, and they're fake. They fake. (laughs) But here's the thing. Like, leggings, uh, I mean, nowadays, people wear them with, like, blazers and Mm -hmm. high heels. I mean, if you look at any of the celebrities out there, they now wear those, you know, those leggings that just go right into a shoe. Like, it's like one piece. They pull them on. You know, like Kim Kardashian. Yes. Posh Spice wear. Like, it's basically just like a high heel leotard. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to know uh, how you feel about leggings, first off. Are you for them, against them? Do you consider them to be pants or not? But really, what it comes down to, like you said, they've really evolved and people will wear them and dress them up. Are they appropriate in all types of settings? Some people still view them as a sweatpant. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be honest. And people look at them... Not me. I have a full drawer dedicated to them. (laughs) But some people look at them like they're a mailing it in pant, like a you've given up pant. Mm -hmm. Not a chance. Who Mm -hmm. says that? Or like only at home wear. Like I can't be seen outside of my home wearing these. You haven't been to Walmart, have you? (laughs) (laughs) To cover the butt or not to cover the butt? That is the question. (laughs) All right. So give us a call, 750-1100. We're discussing all things leggings. Are they pants? Is there anywhere that leggings don't belong? Give us your two cents on this. You can also text it in at 10-0-30. Where would we be without them? I don't know about you, but if I'm not wearing pajama pants, as soon as I get through the door when I get home, I'm often just in leggings. Uh huh. <laughs> and today is the day devoted to that on International Leggings Day. We're asking you, are they pants? How do you wear them? Were they not appropriate? Because people love to debate leggings for some reason. Well, Cheryl says on her Facebook page, she doesn't, she doesn't believe they belong at the office. They're comfortable clothing similar to track pants, although leggings paired with the right blouse and belt and nice shoes can be dressed up and good for the office. I like comfy. <laughs> so she kind of contradicted herself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it depends on the fabric, right? Like yeah. Whether they're more sort of like uh, spandex elasticized leggings, like a Lululemon type thing, or if, I mean, you could have leather leggings, you could have, you know, brocade fabric. I mean, then all of a sudden it dresses it up, right? That's exactly what Courtney says. She's like, you know, I have like flashy patterned ones and I would Mm. never wear them to the office. But my plain black faux suede ones, I wear those often. And I think it also depends on your workplace. Like, we, yeah. could, we could get away with wearing anything yeah. here. Like, let's 100%. be honest. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I think it comes down to that. Um, uh, Diane says that it's actually a pet peeve of hers when she goes to a restaurant and servers are wearing leggings. So I guess she doesn't think that it's appropriate for servers to be wearing them. But I mean, like, look, I've never been a server, but I think that's a job you want to be comfortable in and, and you want to be able to move around easy yeah. in that. I don't yeah. see that. I don't see a problem with that. See, both my daughters work in different stores and both of them have to wear, quote, black pants to mm-hmm. work. They've never actually said what exactly that is, although they would never wear leggings because that's not allowed. But it can be black jeans. It can be anything else, but not leggings. Really? Even mm-hmm. like, I mean, like, yeah, you got to watch with leggings. They can be see-through. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You got to make sure they're quality and they're good. And generally speaking, I think most people try and wear something that kind of covers the butt in the leggings. Not just the butt, but the front. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> 
I'm a fan of the Lulu, the Lulu uh, leggings. Yeah, I mean, yeah. okay, so I went to the people, the source, the fashion source. So I sourced out uh, opinions from Glamour, Cosmo, and um, what's the other one I have here? Glamour, Cosmo, and Vogue. Okay, so basically, shockingly, all three agree. And they say, even though you may see different styles on the runways, like we said, you see the Kardashians with their high-waisted leggings and their crop tops and whatever, even though you see that, they're like, for most of us commoners (laughs) (laughs) in our everyday lives, leggings are to be worn and balanced out with something oversized on top. So whether it's a tunic top, whether it's an oversized sweater, whether it's an oversized blazer or a button-up shirt, something to cover the tushy, as you you said yeah. <laughs> but unless mm-hmm. you're working out is basically unless what you're working out or going for a run yeah, yeah. right yeah mm-hmm. see i have gone against this rule <laughs> I, now i'm like <laughs> i do regular like literally you will later this year see me wearing a cropped sweater yeah with leggings mm-hmm. i will be doing that <laughs> certain leggings are more forgiving to do that than others yes <laughs> Because 100%. like the Spanx leggings, for example, they're very thick and mm-hmm. they don't, um, let's say crease <laughs> in, in certain places. <laughs> if, if you're all following me. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this conversation, by the way. <laughs> but others, um, you know, tend to creep. <laughs> Women's fashion is complicated. You have it easy, Stu. (laughs) I sit here in my shorts and a t-shirt, and I'm happy as a pig, and you know what? Mm -hmm. You wear your track pants everywhere you go, and you're living large. Exactly. We live a complicated life. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, there is a new player in the high-end fragrance game. Enter the richest man in the world, Elon Musk, and his Ugh. new omnigender cologne named Burnt Hair. Ew, what? <laughs> Proving yet again that people will buy anything. So yeah. he describes it as the essence of repugnant desire. Oh my gosh. He's it got re- repugnant, right? <laughs> yeah. It retails for $141 in Canada, but with that will come a $50 shipping charge. <laughs> so just under 200 bucks to buy burnt hair. <laughs> like it actually smells like burnt hair because that's one of the worst smells out there. Right? Yeah. Like singed hair is horrible. Awful. So you can uh, buy it with cryptocurrencies, of course, like Bitcoin or Dogecoin if you want to. Oh, my gosh. Uh, But he put it out there yesterday, and he said, please buy my perfume so I can buy Twitter. (laughs) But, guys, he's, like, already making bank. In the first 24 hours of its release, Burnt Hair sold over $2 million worth of products. All of them. (laughs) Who is buying? Elon, stick to the tech stuff. Like, nobody, no. Fix your cars first, Elon. There's a reason he's worth $44 billion because people will buy his crap. (laughs) (laughs) So Martha Stewart is using the sex sells approach to peddle her new product. Um, Now, she has posted some racy photos in the past, Martha. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, thirst trap photos, yeah. I think you call them. <laughs> right? So uh. she had this photo that she was wearing like a negligee in the kitchen. I remember last summer she posted a photo of herself in her pool and she was all doing like duck lips and stuff. Well, this week her 
topless in an apron video promoting her green mountain coffee went viral. Just look at this, a thing of natural beauty. No, 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 not me. My green mountain coffee roasters, pumpkin spice coffee. No, She's no, no, 81 years me. old. She is 81 years old and she is topless in an apron selling her coffee. Mm-hmm. And that video went viral on Twitter. Hey, over people s- like it. <laughs> Six million views and counting. And I got to tell you, the reactions were highly complimentary of Martha. Oh, yeah. Oh, she, yeah. I mean, like, I'll say she, she looks, she, she's 83, you said? 81. 80, oh, 81. 81. She doesn't look 81. She looks really she good. Doesn't. Well, she doesn't look at anyone because you're seeing filtered stuff. I'd like to see her up close. (laughs) Her secret, she says, is that she eats salmon every morning for breakfast. I never forgot her saying that because she's like, oh, I'm so about the farm fresh salmon in the omegas. And she says that that's why she has the skin that she has. Okay. Yeah. uh, Okay. You go, Martha. (laughs) And that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut today? We're playing with Jason and Natalie on the line this morning. Stu, you're up first with Natalie. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning. How are you? Excellent. Let's make a let's make a win today. Okay. No pressure. <laughs> all right. Categories, Janelle. So thanks to Kathy Richards who uh, sent in our categories this morning. We have creepy Halloween or yummy Halloween. Yummy Halloween. All right, yummy Halloween in three, two, one. This is the most disgusting Halloween candy. Taffy, taffy. Uh, I don't know, oh. pass. All right, skip it. What do we get out of a pumpkin? Oh, I just said it. Thieves. Um, pumpkin thieves. No, for, no for, I just, I ruined it, sorry. Uh, this oh. is a, uh, the creamy stuff uh, that you put on uh, ice cream. Whipped cream. No, uh, it's not vanilla, it's? Chocolate. And soda is, is also called? Pop. And uh, you're chewing this, you're blowing, uh, what kind of gum? Uh, a juicy fruit. Bubble gum. I'll give you a bubble gum on the buzzer. <clears throat> okay, so you guys ended up with three. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, the first one that you're trying to get was candy corn. The most oh. disgusting yeah. ever. Whoa, that's why I don't know it. <laughs> uh, so you also tried to get you to get caramel, the, the thing for that goes on top of ice cream. And oh. unfortunately, he said pumpkin in the word yeah, pumpkin seeds. Yeah, I know. So, you guys got three. Let's see how that holds up. And uh, we'll go over to Jason. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Jason. How's it going? It's going. It's going well. I'm going well. I'm doing well. <laughs> Everything's Sorry. well. Uh, okay. So, Jason, we have to beat three if we're going to steal this win for you. Okay. Let's do this. All right. Uh, what's our category? Creepy Halloween. Creepy Halloween stuff. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. This guy says boo. A ghost. Yes. This is the red stuff that goes through your veins. Blood. These are the things that eat brains. Zombies. Yeah. Um, uh, so Charlotte spun a what? Web. Yeah, but a what web? Spider web. Yeah. Um, uh, these are in a, in a graveyard. It's the what? Skeletons? Like, no, this, the cement thing. Okay. It's a, uh, tombstones. tombstones. Yes, good, good, good. Uh, this is like, All okay, right. good job, guys. Jason. Yeah, That's you guys got uh, five. Good job. That was a tricky one, too. Good job. All right. What Jason win? 
Jason, we are sending you to a night out with Jan Arden. So uh, she is coming to the NAC Gala, and you've got a pair of tickets to that, which is coming up November the 5th. My wife and I will love that. Perfect. Sweet. Enjoy. Thank you. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. We want to give a shout out to a local Ottawa business, a tourism business. I mean, we can't pump our tourism tires enough these days. But they found themselves in the position that a lot of other people did, where they just happened to be finishing their business plan and launching their new endeavor as we entered a global pandemic. Mm. And one of the hardest hit industries, of course, was the tourism industry. And Palapa Tours was just getting off the ground when all of that came to a screeching halt. I remember that happening. Yeah. So what is Palapa mm-hmm. Tours? So they did have a banner uh, season this past summer. And I saw a lot of you taking advantage of this. But these are the, the tiki bar floating oh, yeah. huts yeah, yeah, that do the tours. Uh, they go across the Ottawa River. And they have different theme nights. They were doing you know, 80s night, karaoke night. In fact, they're still running tours right now into no. the season. Really? Yep. That's going to be a little chilly out there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you want to bring a light jacket. Yeah. Uh, But they're doing like a haunted uh, one now, which would be so so fun. Mm -hmm. So uh, what's really neat, though, is, you know, they're obviously trying to dig out from what was a tough two years, but, uh, you know, had a great summer. But what they're looking to do is expand to other cities, Um, you know, drum up more publicity for their business model, uh, attract new potential partners across Canada and even into the United States. So to do that, they are entering the den. Really? Oh, Dragon's Den. Yeah. So uh, they let us know that they are actually going to be appearing on Dragon's Den this week on Thursday night. (gasps) Oh, that's pretty cool. I am obsessed with this show. I just think it is fascinating, the ideas, like how creative people actually are out there. And yeah. I mean, we've seen so many success stories from the Dragon's yeah. Den of products mm-hmm. that like you have in your house now. Yeah. It's all in your presentation though, right? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> like I judge those people when they come in and it looks like they're reading a script and yeah. they're so stiff or whatever. But then you get the full on people that are like, hey, you know, like show tunes up there. They know what I know. Doing. I have a friend of mine who was on that show and he said we were there for two hours and it, the segment was seven minutes. So they tape a lot. Oh, yeah. They, they, package, they package it really well. Yeah. A lot of it's lost on the editing room floor. Imagine, uh, you know, uh, standing on the stage at Dragon's Den, pitching your lifelong idea to a whole bunch of billionaires. Right. I'd like, be worried. A lot of people have remortgaged their homes to yeah. start these businesses mm. and put on their entire life savings into them. And sometimes yeah. they get literally shredded apart up there on that stage. No, I feel so badly when they say no. But then you think about it. I mean, these people are investing their own money. They have yeah. to make sure it's a sure thing. But I always feel sad when they yeah. say no and you see them do the like the walk of shame and yeah. leave with nothing. Oh, Bye-bye. No. Yeah. But anyway, so Thursday night, I think, would be the night to tune in to see how Palapa Tours does. And this could be uh, booming for them after what has been a rocky couple of years. I think the three of us should go on that tour. I would love to. I saw oh, so I saw fun. that tiki boat every single day when I was taking Nova out for a walk this summer. Like they were busy. They had a couple on the on the Ottawa River. 
Yeah. I actually saw friends of mine did a birthday party. I saw people do bachelor and bachelorette parties oh, yeah. that I knew. How many, people can, how many people can go on this uh, boat? I, I want to say eight to 12 or something like that. Yeah. Something around there. Yeah. 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 Super Between fast. the three of us, do we have enough to fill the boat? With friends? Are you asking? You can me? book it. Like because the thing is when you when you book a time slot, you can also be put with other people who have booked that time slot. Yeah. Or you can pay extra and have it all to yourself in your own party. Yeah, I don't want to party without people I don't know. <laughs> we'll find some friends. Yeah. <laughs> move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move One Hundred. What's trending? Well, safe to say, James Corden was trending all day yesterday, but not for the best reasons. <laughs> wow. So yesterday, one of the top restaurateurs in New York City, owns a restaurant called Balthazar that all of the celebrities go to. His name is Keith McNally. He came out swinging against Corden yesterday. He said, I don't often 86 a customer, but today I 86 James Corden forever. <laughs> If I went down the rabbit hole, he's not well liked. So he said that he is the most abusive customer to have come into his restaurant in the last 25 years, basically. Oh my gosh. Like the entitlement of being rich is just ridiculous. Yeah. 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 He said his treatment of his staff has just been horrible on more than one occasion and just demanding, demanding free stuff. Um, And so he said he told him he's not welcome back. Um, And so then, like you said, Stu, other restaurants uh, yesterday were piping up saying that they had the same experience with James Corden just being like really just all out rude to staff. It's not a good look. No. No. Mm-mm. And I'm glad that somebody called him out for it because he yeah. clearly was just getting away with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And so I guess, obviously, damage control, <laughs> public relations, uh, James came out yesterday or I guess called him up personally and profusely apologized, this guy says. And he decided to give him a second chance. He said, I have messed up. Uh, myself more than once in my life and he's like everyone deserves a second chance so he is not banned anymore but he's given him another shot to be a nicer man (laughs) all right Uh, we'll see what happens we'll see if this changes his ways yes exactly and lots more drama was going on uh, yesterday and problems for Ted Lasso's star and creator Jason Sudeikis uh, and his ex Olivia Wilde so even though they had this super public breakup over the last uh, year which has not been pretty um Yesterday, they came out swinging together against their former nanny, who decided to release private text messages between them all to the media and was telling tales about what she alleges was happening behind the scenes while these two were breaking up and while Olivia Wilde was starting this new relationship with Harry Styles. And she recounted one instance where he chased her out of the house She was saying she was scared of him. She alleges Jason was drinking a lot. He laid down under her vehicle to try to get her to not leave because he thought she was going to see Harry. Yeah, just like some wild stuff. Why would you think that's a good idea to release uh, Uh, text messages? Someone's private business and these all-out allegations, but they are at least presenting a united front and coming out against her, saying that like this is absolutely false narrative and yeah. whatever. That's actually but, surprising that they're doing that together because Olivia yeah. Wilde did accuse him of a lot of things. Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he served her papers on stage. I mean, it hasn't been pretty. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that's what's trending. I got the feels. 
and it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. So the year was 1996. Independence Day was one of the big movies at the box office. The Macarena was on top of the music charts. Oh, yeah. And it was also the year that students at W.E. Gowling Public School right here in Ottawa filled up a time capsule. And the school dates back to 1946. So at that time, in 96, the school was celebrating its 50th anniversary. So students filled up this time capsule. So now, as the school celebrates 75 years, the staff and alumni opened up that capsule a couple of days ago, unlocking these memories from the past. So grade six students at the school loved going through the drawings from back then. There was a TV Times guide in there. Oh, yeah. Remember those? <laughs> TV guide. <laughs> With murder she wrote on the cover. Uh, a T-shirt that had all these different sayings. There was a cassette tape, which they could not identify what that was. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also lots of letters that the students had written back in 1996, including a letter from our own co-worker, Stefan Keys from CTV. And he is, of course, the newest host on CTV Morning Live. So Stefan went to W.E. Gowling from kindergarten to grade six. And so he was on hand for the opening of the capsule and got to read the letter he wrote and put in there when he was just eight years old. Oh, that's (laughs) amazing. So he said it was pretty emotional and really telling to read that letter after all these years. He wrote about his family. He wrote about his friends. And he said, those are still the things that are most important to me to this day. But The school is going to continue the tradition, so they're going to fill another time capsule this year, um, so it'll contain items from current students, and they will be putting face shield and masks in there and everything COVID-related, but here's hoping the next time they open up that capsule that those things will feel foreign as well and not familiar. Absolutely. Hopefully those kids have no idea what that is. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just like the cassette tapes. (laughs) So, happy 70 fifth anniversary W.E. Gowling Public School right here in Ottawa. That's That's very very cool. cool. Mm -hmm. That's all the feels on Move 100.